0: this is scott
1: this is rebecca
0: and we're the ceos of party party of five
1: and a half it's not really a company it just sounds cool
0: and if you're looking for a normal family well you've certainly come to the wrong place
1: so keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and let's see where this roller coaster takes us
0: welcome to hardy party of five and a half podcast we are here. We are back. And we have to clear something up.
1: We have to clear something up. We have to clear What have we done air? now?
0: Well, we've done a lot of things. But in yeah. this particular case, on our last podcast, the Ghost Story podcast, we talked about this lady in Denton that would chase your car with the supposed hatchet. Yeah. And we, this weekend, were at a wedding on Sunday in where, Aubrey.
1: Yeah, Aubrey, that's where Aubrey, we were. Aubrey, Texas. Yeah. There's
0: a lot of venues in Aubrey for weddings, by the way. Shout out to the brides. Uh, there, It is beautiful up there. But Aubrey is north of Denton. So we happen to be driving back. I mean, it's like, what, 9 something at night, 9.30 at night? Yeah, it's about we 9.30. Have, yeah, so it's me and you, and Riley Witherspoon is in the car with us. And... It just dawned on you for some reason that, oh, my goodness, we should drive by this house. We've I knew we were this. going by Denton. Right. So just to recap, if you pull up to this house and you see the light with the curtain in the window, it's that's the clue of, of the house that you're in front of. You you honk your horn twice, beep, beep, and here she <laughs> comes out the door running to your car with a flashlight, supposed hatchet, supposed cape. We didn't see those things. When someone's shining a flashlight in your eyes in the dark, you can't see what they're wearing. Okay. So, we pulled up, so we decided to do this. Jake has done this twice. Another other people we know have done this before. We
1: wanted to know if this was we not an she urban just, legend I mean, it's or not. Like to
0: scare you, yeah. you know, it's not like to come say hi. And She's, now this
1: this doesn't just happen at Halloween. Jake has done it in like May and August. Right, right. So right. this is year this round. This is not an
0: October thing, right?
1: And you can you can so look up questions. the address on the Facebook and the yeah, internet, yeah. the interweb.
0: Hatchet Lady of Denton, I think, would be where you would find this information. Yes. So. Scott says on the way back from the wedding Oh my goodness, we're going through Denton We've got to stop and do this
1: Look up the address
0: I looked up the address We were eight minutes away Which immediately caused panic (laughs) in my soul
1: And apparently in Riley's as
0: well (laughs) In Riley's The closer we got, four minutes away Two minutes away I kept saying how close we were Oh my goodness, it was giving me a heart attack So we finally turned down the street and, and this is they,
1: these are spooky streets. Yeah. Like these are dark. There's not many yeah. street lights spooky or anything. Spooky streets.
0: We pull down the street. We pull outside the house, and let me just mention that the said house is on the right side of the car, and I'm in the passenger seat. So. There it is. We're right there. We're looking. I mean, Riley's kind of watching the back end. She's got our six, I think you would say. Uh, And she's keeping watch to make sure this crazy woman doesn't run it behind our car. And we're looking at the house that we think that the hatchet lady is at. And we beep, beep. Nothing happens.
1: Our horn is a little manlier than that. No, it's really not. Okay. Uh,
0: (laughs) So we go to the end of the street. We turn around. Actually, we go around the block on the first one. We come back beep beep, nothing. We sit there a while. I'm kind of afraid we're going to let our guard down. Well,
1: at this point, we're figuring, okay, we're on the wrong street. Is there another street that yeah. has the same name? So you end up...
0: Facetime Because at this Jake. point,
1: we've been there like 15 minutes and nothing's happening. Yeah, happened. after
0: a while, and we'd probably... I'm getting
1: disappointed. We'd
0: probably honk the horn three times yes. outside of this one particular house. And you
1: Facetime Jake to go, okay, you're trying to FaceTime him and show Showing him the houses house to, house to say, okay, is this the and right house? And he's like, I don't
0: think it's this. I don't think it's that. But yeah. it's hard to see in FaceTime in the dark. So. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, we end up, thankfully, going past the house, turning around, coming back, which means now said house is on Scott and Riley's side of the car. Yeah. I can't even see the door of the house. But the windows are down, and you honk the horn. I beep
1: beep one more time. One more time. I'm like, I'm gonna give it one more go before I know. We, go we home. were
0: like really about to leave. Yeah. And I mean, I'm my hands are getting sweaty right now. Talking
1: really? About this. Yes. Oh my gosh.
0: And all of a sudden, Riley is wailing in the back seat. Oh, here she goes! Here she goes! And she oh, came. she
1: came. She like moves swiftly toward the car with her flashlight.
0: With her flashlight, yes. she came on down the path. Yes, and I couldn't see her. I was just well.
1: At this point, l- you had it. you had ducked down below C- below sea C- level. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you were as far down in the car as you could get. Yeah.
0: i was like scott you weren't right what do you mean i
1: wasn't right you
0: weren't right you know riley and i were so scared both of us are telling you to drive and you're like "What?"
1: there's a moment i I gave it a moment because i wanted to experience the moment
0: moment. the woman is crazy because i
1: had riley was like punching the she was sitting behind me in the back seat she was punching the driver's seat You were punching me in the ribs.
0: She's punching you. I'm punching you. What part of this makes you think you need to
1: wait? But I also, there was a moment that I didn't realize really what was happening. I was like in shock. I I was. Okay. I was in shock for a moment. Like, okay, this is really happening. Because we'd been there like 20 minutes. And
0: then you're just jacking with us.
1: Well, that hadn't come yet. There was a moment that I didn't realize what was happening. There was another moment that I'm like, we need to experience this for a moment. How
0: did you not expect her to come? We because we'd been 20 there 20
1: minutes and nothing had happened. So.
0: I like think a, you wanted us to sit in it.
1: But then there was a moment after those two moments <laughs> that I did want y'all to suffer a little, perhaps. Not really suffer, but just experience
0: oh my the moment. Oh, my gosh. So rude. So finally
1: I start rolling up finally. away from her.
0: And then, guess what? (laughs) We have to sit in this experience again. He turns the car around. Yeah,
1: I did do an illegal (laughs) U-turn in the street. I was like, we got to go back one more time. Okay, now
0: she's on my side of the car. She's still standing on the curb. But could you even see her? Did you ever come
1: up over the door?
0: I did. Okay. She looked... Like she was wearing a Ghostbuster costume and a gas mask. Yes, it, okay, and I, be... I know
1: it looked like perhaps a silhouette of robes or a cape. Oh, you can cape. see that. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't. When
0: see When she that. first
1: came out, I could see her. I try you to were already you under the dashboard. Right. But I could, when she came out, I, I saw fluttering like there was oh, some kind something of Something
0: flowy behind her.
1: But when we Maybe came... Maybe that's
0: it took her so long she had to get dressed. She had to get all her outfit yeah, on. Yeah, she's got to
1: get her spooky stuff on. Yes. So after I made the U-turn and we went by, I could see like the glint. It looked like a gas mask or something like yeah. you would wear. It was so... So and she's shining the light the whole way. She
0: shines the light in your car as you go by. So
1: we go by slowly. We go around the corner again. And then as we're leaving...
0: So now we're at the other, back at the other end yeah, of the street. Yeah, we're at
1: the other end of the street heading back out of the Neighborhood. She would she be was like hundred, she was a hundred yards away. Yeah, yeah. But she was looking, and she sh- sh- she, she showed her flashlight one last time to
0: show us. I see you. I still see you. I see you. Yes. <gasps> she's probably keeping track of everybody's license plates. Oh yeah. Do this oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't either. We should have covered oh, that yeah. up. Oh my. She gosh. knows where we live. She, she she's
1: already Google Earthed us. <gasps>
0: That's oh. This
1: is a very high tech hatchet lady. It's
0: creepy. I'm not gonna lie. Y'all it's freaked out. <laughs> What were you going to do? Share Christ with her? Why were you waiting?
1: (laughs) I mean, but then even after the experience, as we're driving home, we had another 45 minutes to Riley's house. Riley started wondering, I wonder what she would have done if we just sat there. Would she have come all the way to the car? Would she have started hitting our car with a hatchet? What would she have done?
0: You and Riley can go back and find out. I might. Okay. You do that. I'm not doing that. Okay. We've cleared the air. We finally did it. (laughs) It is a true story. You know, I don't desire to do it again, but if you desire to do it... Will you really
1: not do it again? Now that you've experienced it and you've controlled the situation? You've made it through this. You didn't really control You know what was
0: scary to me was when she was on my side of the car. Really? I could do oh, hold it. Hold on.
1: It wasn't scary when you were up in the floorboard screaming at me, Scott Hardy,
0: you drive this car now. <laughs> you drive this car now. You
1: weren't scared then. <laughs> okay. When you couldn't see her, you weren't scared, right? I'm trying to
0: figure out what makes me more scared. And I think it's two things. The windows down. Like, she could reach in the car oh, yeah. with a knife and slit oh, your throat. Or with a hatchet. I mean, what? She could do something crazy. Yeah. So, I, the glass protection is nice. So, if your windows would have been up, I might have would have peaked a little more. But I think it's because yeah. your windows were down that I thought, she's going to reach in the car. She's going to reach in here.
1: And take your soul. Take, yes. Yeah.
0: And so, then, the other way back, you know, she was on my side. So, I don't know. There's not a huge win there. Here's where I think I would be the most comfortable doing this again. In a 14-passenger Mexi-van in the middle seat in the middle row. Yeah. Like... Like, I'm just in the glad middle of the
1: road. I will be... I'll have to say that I'm glad you weren't driving. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like you would have run her over. Maybe. Like, you I don't would've... know
0: how Jake and Alex did. They 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 get scared like four-year-olds. Yeah. I don't know how they did it. <sighs> okay. We've cleared the air.
1: Yeah. We've proven that this is a real thing. It is a real thing. Yeah.
0: At first, we were skeptical. Now, we know for sure. Real thing. Yeah. So, we've cleared the air. We can move on with today's podcast. What are we doing today?
1: Well, today, I kind of want to apologize in advance. (laughs) We've had some discussions about, you know, how the news has, just news media in general, has gotten just so opinionated. It's hard to get any facts. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard to get to the truth because you've got both sides. Right. Like, just, they give you an opinion of the facts, really, than just giving you the facts.
0: You said, everything's an op-ed now. That's what you said. Yeah,
1: instead of, because you used to in the old newspaper days, when you got the newspaper. Right. You would have news, and then you'd have an op-ed section.
0: You used where to write there all the time.
1: I did. I was one <laughs> of those people. But you would, even the editors of the newspaper or columnists of the newspaper, would they would share their opinions there. And not so much in the stories of the news. In mm-hmm. the stories of the news, it was very, they tried to be a lot more neutral. Yeah. Not to say that they always were, but
0: yeah.
1: for the most part, it was a lot more neutral than so it is today. So you're going to
0: give us neutral news today?
1: So we got to talking about that, and I decided to contact someone oh. That who is more of an old school, like, just give me the facts, ma'am, kind of reporter. Mm-hmm. But I realized in talking to him over the phone that, He's a little more eccentric than I thought. <laughs> so, I just want to apologize. I, I hope this is going to work out. Okay. And what we're going to do, it's called Not So Fake News. Okay. And it's really, it's real news stories, but it's kind of weird, wacky stories that oh, you don't really hear of. Exciting. Yes. So, I think. I mean, we,
0: we've already done that with the hatchet lady. I mean, it's a real thing. Yeah. Probably people, people would think that was weird and wacky.
1: And it's not so fake.
0: And it's not so fake. That's right. And we have proof.
1: That's right. So, I think some of the stories we have are going to be entertaining. I'm not sure how you're going to react to this guy. Okay. So, I think I'm going to step away and let you get on the phone with him. What? And just let y'all... You just try to figure this guy out. Okay. I mean, you, If you if you've ever heard old school, this guy is old school. Okay. So, I just hope this works out.
0: So, I'm going to so, get on the phone with him.
1: Yes. All right. And we're going to see how it goes. Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. Hello and welcome to this edition of Not So Fake News. <laughs> I'm your intrepid reporter, Scooter McScoops.
0: Scooter McScoops. Yes.
1: Hey, Rebecca Hardy. How are oh, you?
0: Hi. How are you? Scooter Scotts McS2. told me a lot about you. Oh, really? Oh yes.
1: <laughs> it's nice to meet you. <laughs> it's swell to be with you today oh
0: am i the bee's knees
1: you're the bee's knees that's what scott (laughs) told me those were his that was a direct quote (laughs) hey okay i'm not here just to bump my gums let's jump (laughs) let's jump right into our first story
0: bump your gums yeah
1: that's talking nonsense see
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm learning. Are you so ready, champ? I'm ready. I'm Let's do it. Okay, Let's jump right
1: into our first story. I'm ready. Our first story is titled "Al Board's Helicopter."
0: Al Boards?
1: Al Board's helicopter. Okay. We find ourselves in California during the wildfires of 2020. Oh. This year? This year. Okay. Yes, this is current news. I'm current. I'm very relevant, (laughs) Mrs. Hardy. (laughs) Okay, this is from October 16th. Just a few days ago. Oh, my
0: Lord. You're yelling at me, Scooter McScooter. I'm used to being on the radio.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You seem a little nervous. (laughs)
0: I'm a little nervous.
1: You're just getting the facts here.
0: Okay, give me the facts.
1: Okay. A helicopter pilot helping to fight the Creek Fire in California snapped a photo. It was on a, her- on a her- <laughs> I think I pulled something, but I'm okay. It's been a few days since I've done this. With the pandemic, I haven't been working much. Okay, I think I'm going to be okay. I'm going to fight through it. It was an unheard of scene. An owl that boarded the chopper mid-flight.
0: Oh, mid flight, I tell
1: ya! An owl? An owl! Okay. The little bird with the head that swivels around! Dan Alpener, a pilot with aircraft charter company Sky Aviation, said he was helping conduct water drops over the creek fire in Fresno uh, when he, one owl flew in through the window, perched calmly inside his helicopter. <laughs> it's odd to have an owl enter an aircraft, the pilot said. <laughs> It's unheard of to have it enter while the helicopter is in flight. It flew in while it was flying? Why? It's called timing. All he flew right, right in, in flight. Right. Yes, it's unexplainable, Mrs. Hardy. <laughs> a magical miracle for it to stay with you for several water drops. Then leave just as it arrived, unannounced. What? It's a true story.
0: It just got tired.
1: It just got tired. Took a break.
0: Took a break.
1: Well, seeing how it was going with the fires and took off. <laughs> That's not so fake news. That's for real? That's for real.
0: (laughs) Okay, thank you, Scooter McScoops. As Scooter
1: McScoops, do you think I would tell you a lie? No, I do not.
0: Oh, no. If my husband trusts you, I trust you.
1: I don't know if he does, but I hope you do.
0: Okay, do you have some more stuff for me?
1: I do. Would you like to go on the next one?
0: Let's go on the next one.
1: Let's do this. (laughs) Okay, for this one, we find ourselves in Pompeii. Pompeii.
0: Pompeii.
1: Pompeii. Um, a, ca- a contrite Canadian woman who took pieces from the ancient Italian city of Pompeii 15 years ago.
0: 15 years ago. She 15 years ago. Pieces from the city of Pompeii.
1: Yes. Returned, okay. She returned the fragments with a letter explaining how they brought a curse
0: to <gasps> her life. What? Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> the woman who signed the letter with the name Nicole. Fake name. Totally fake name.
0: Uh, <laughs> on some not so fake news. Right, because this is
1: not so fake news. This yeah, is real. Okay, the real news. Okay. This is October 14th. Okay. 2020.
0: 2020. Two I've
1: been days di- before the OWL incident. This marked my 100th year of doing news <laughs> live on the air. <laughs>
0: okay, Nicole takes a letter yeah, she, with she, the pieces she, to Pompeii. Where's Pompeii? Uh, Italy. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: Pull it together, Scooter. I heard your I heard your recent episode where y'all lost it. Let's not do that again. Let's I'm a professional. It's not, not. I'm a professional newsman. If you
0: keep it together, I'll come on, together. champ. Okay, I'm ready.
1: Let's do the rope a dope together. We can do this. <laughs> okay. All right, Pompeii. Okay. Keeps going. She visited the site when she was young and dumb. It says that's a quote about 15 years ago. She said she took items from the site where hot rock, volcanic ash, and noxious gas had buried the ancient city and its residents when it erupted in the year 79. 79. I was not alive then. (laughs) Just a few years later. Are you sure? (laughs) (laughs) Nicole's letter, which accompanied a package containing two mosaic tiles, parts of an amphorbia, and a piece of ceramics, said she had experienced a string of bad luck (laughs) since the theft that included two bouts with breast cancer. Oh, wow. Please take them back, her letter said. They bring me bad luck. Huh. The woman said the package contained everything she took from Pompeii, except <laughs> for a tile she had given away to a friend. Oh, dear. Should she have bad luck, too? Oh, I don't know. Oh, gosh. We are good people, and I don't want to pass this curse on to my family. Just my friends, <laughs> but not my family <laughs> and so children.
0: on to the friend.
1: <laughs> Please forgive my careless act that I did years ago. Wow. The package was sent to a travel agent in Pompeii with the request that the items be returned to the park. A spokeswoman for the archaeology park said there have been about a hundred previous previous incidents of tourists sending Pompeii artifacts <gasps> back to the city.
0: What? That's what you get for thieving! Along with
1: apologetic lent notes claiming that objects were cursed. Oh my goodness. Pretty wild, right? This that's not so fake news! I am... That's crazy.
0: I know to never take anything from Pompeii. What about the Mediterranean sand that me and Mr. Hardy brought back from Mediterranean? You
1: better get that (laughs) stuff out of your house now, lady. Get on your walking sticks and get that stuff out of here. Okay.
0: Okay. Thank you, Scooter McScooter. What's your name? Scooter McScoops. Scooter McScoops. (laughs) All right. You have another one? (laughs)
1: Yes, ma'am, I do. Okay,
0: let's do it. Let's
1: belly up to the bar and see what we have.
0: <laughs> How many sayings do you have?
1: Okay, this next story comes to us from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. It's called the out-of-control emu. Oh, no. And Mr. Hardy did mention to me that you have a irrational fear of emus. Irrational? And ostriches. No,
0: those things are from the devil. <laughs> They're terrifying. Their little eyes and their beaks. I've come to realize I actually am mostly scared of all birds, not just them, but those are the worst because they can be like four feet away and poke your eyeballs out.
1: I feel like you're putting too much opinion into this story. Okay, it's the sorry, facts, man. Just your, the facts, okay, man.
0: It's your story. Continue. Am I spitting
1: on you? I apologize no, you're for that. Not spitting on me. <laughs> it's interesting that I'm spitting on you, even though I'm supposed to be on the phone. <laughs>
0: okay. These new
1: phones are something else.
0: That's right, Scooter. McKean. The razzle
1: dazzle of modern technology. <laughs>
0: Can I catch COVID from your spit over the phone?
1: I've been <laughs> I've been sequestered for months and months and years. Oh,
0: so you're probably safe.
1: There's no way. <laughs>
0: There's no way.
1: I've been sealed in a hermetic <laughs> chamber for at least 25 years. Okay. I'm the Captain America of okay. news reporters. Oh,
0: my gosh. Okay. okay. Tell me about the emus. This
1: is Jacksonville, Florida, October 9th. This year? This year. What? 2020. It's that, that close to your birthday. just a Becca. few
0: days before the Pompeii thing and then a few days before the owl. Right. All this crazy stuff's happening all over the country. And it's not so fake. In the same month. It is. Okay, go. Very true. <laughs> Tell me about it.
1: You're doing good, champ. You can do this. We okay. can do this. Okay. okay. Police, animal control, and state wildlife officers were summoned to a Florida neighborhood in which an emu was reported running loose and chasing locals on the street. See? The Jacksonville Sheriff's Office said the emu escaped on the west side of the city and led deputies, animal control officers, and Florida Fish and Wildlife on a chase through several neighborhoods.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Witnesses said the emu was chasing pedestrians before the authorities arrived.
0: Chasing pedestrians? Wouldn't you like to have been there? No. These are the devil's animals. (laughs) And if something's going to chase me in Florida, I would think it would be an alligator. Why wouldn't it be an alligator?
1: The devil's animals, huh? <laughs> the devil's
0: pet. <laughs> I bet there's thousands of people that would agree with me, Scooter. There's probably millions.
1: <laughs> but this intrepid reporter is never scared okay. of a real story.
0: Okay, bring it to me. Just what, the fact. So, chasing pedestrians.
1: Florida Fish and Wildlife's conversation. Converse- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cough it the... up, Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> a spokesperson for the Florida Fish and Wildlife said the emu was captured when it wandered to a local business, Nichols Truck Bodies, and basically entered a dead end. They trapped him. Oh. Nowhere to go now, see? <laughs> it got into the fenced in area and got pinned up. They kind of walked this guy into the trailer, and apparently he didn't put but put up much resistance. Really? Yes. Hmm. Parker said the large bird's owner was out of town. and It had, it been had left... an
0: owner? It wasn't wild? No. Oh, okay. They don't
1: have wild emus in Florida.
0: <laughs> okay. I was just know that.
1: It had been left in the care of a friend when it escaped. And Listen,
0: this... I am never watching anybody's emu for them. I want that on record. <laughs> never, ever am I your friend that's going to watch your stupid emu. No. Ever. Never. Okay, continue. I believe you, ma'am. I see the (laughs)
1: sincerity in your words. I
0: am not that friend. (laughs) Okay, so... Let
1: that be a lesson to you out there. Okay, are you ready for our next story? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay, this next story is called Living Under a Rock. comes to us from New Mexico. Lots of rocks in New Mexico. United States of America. All right. I remember well when it became a state. (laughs) Okay. An accommodation booking website. Not sure what a website is. <laughs> Just reading the story, ma'am. Just giving me the facts. Just give me the facts. It's offering weary voters an escape from election stress disorder. Oh really? With the opportunity to live under a rock for the week of the election.
0: For real?
1: This is for real. This is not
0: so fake news. Oh my gosh. I know a lot of people that would probably like this these accommodations.
1: I've lived under a rock for years and it's fine. <laughs> Hotels.com said the November 2nd to November 7th stay in a man-made cave 50 50 feet below ground in New Mexico will be available to book on its website on a first-come, first-served basis starting at 9 a.m. Friday, October 9th.
0: Can I ask a question? Yes. I probably don't have the answer, but go ahead. I'm going to ask anyways because I'm not the only person that has this question. Are there a bunch of caves or it's one cave? You don't know. Also, it's a there...
1: man-made cave, 50 feet below the ground. So
0: one cave. Only the facts. Sounds like one cave. One cave. So only one pe- only one like family could rent it. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought they were going to shove a bunch of people in a cave, and I'm like, you think they're not going to talk politics? I mean, come on. There's about to be a brawl down there.
1: The website said the opportunity is perfect for those who are experiencing election stress disorder. This is a real thing. <laughs>
0: election stress disorder.
1: The five-night stay cost an Abraham Lincoln-inspired $5 per night. What? After you cast your ballot, you can check out of the news feed, Negativity, and check into a man-made cave built 50 feet below the ground, the
0: website said. Did they have a breakfast there?
1: Hotels.com said it would also be offering a 20% discount on selected properties with rock in the name. (laughs) Using the coupon code under a rock starting friday morning oh, october 9th
0: my goodness use that coupon code
1: we're gonna check it out you'll have to show me what our website is first that's
0: right that's so cool
1: i don't know what a coupon code is either <laughs> just reporting the facts ma'am
0: <laughs> that's fascinating
1: political fatigue is real regardless of the year of the election the hmm. vice president of hotels.com said mm. what does dot com mean not sure <laughs> We're transforming an age-old idiom into a bookable experience so individuals can relax, recharge, and recover. Because who knows what else 2020 has in store for all of us.
0: Wow, that was fascinating. I think we should do that. Well, I'll talk to Mr. Hardy about that.
1: Okay, maybe you can talk about that on a future
0: episode. A future episode.
1: Okay, time for the next story. All right. Okay, we're back in Alberta, Canada for this one. All right. The story's called... Horse Girl.
0: Horse Girl. Hersh, horse Girl.
1: Okay, I'm ready. It's a teenager whose skills at emulating the movements of a horse, including quadruple jumps, went viral online, and now she's featured in Ripley's Believe It or Not. I remember that one. You do? Yes, that started back in the 20s, 30s. <laughs> horse Girl Ava Bogle, 17, of Edmonton, said she started emulating the movements of horses about six years ago. And three years ago, she turned her attention to jumping on all fours like an equine. What? I'm not drinking giggle juice here, lady. (laughs) This is a true story. She
0: runs around on all fours? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Like a horse. Like a horse. Like an equine. She can gallop.
1: She can gallop. She can trot. Oh, okay. Bring your horses to a canter. (laughs)
0: Okay, listen, if you come at me on all fours... I sound
1: a lot like W.C. Fields. I don't know who that is. Anyways, one of my favorite actors of all time.
0: Loved him as a child. If you come at me on all fours, I'm going to kick you in the face. Like, that's creepy. That is creepy. You're an independent woman. I am an independent woman. Don't come at me like that. I don't plan to. Tell me more about this crazy girl.
1: She said I would look at actual videos of horses, and I rode horses myself. So I figured out how the horse moved, and I would transfer that over to the human skeleton to figure out how I could apply that to myself. What? It took a lot of training, she said, and repetition to be able to build up the proper muscles and a lot of stretching so my wrists were strong enough to handle the
0: impact. Well, that's what I was thinking. If she's going over jumps and comes down, she could break an arm.
1: She's like Spider-Man. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: Spider-Girl. spider
0: Spider-Horse Girl. Oh, yeah,
1: c- yeah. Continue. That's the headline now. <laughs> Spider-Horse Girl. The teenager has gone viral online, whatever that means. Yeah. Sounds like a disease to me. No, no. What's viral?
0: Okay, well, it's the internet. Internet? Things go... It's, a, it's for off-air. I'll explain to you Okay, later.
1: we'll take that offline. <laughs> <laughs> She's gone viral online for her Instagram videos showing her clearing obstacles of more than three to four feet. No way. I jump around and gallop, she said. Around on all four legs and try to mimic a horse as best I can. Some people think it's very unique and interesting, and they support me. And a lot of people think it's weird.
0: Well, And
1: strange, which I can certainly understand.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, there you have it. Horse girl. If someone
0: were to want to see this themselves, what would someone look up? Uh, Horse girl? Horse girl Canada gallops on all fours. Ava Vogel? Ava Vogel.
1: That's that's who she is on the Instagram, it says.
0: Okay. Not sure what that is, but... (laughs) That's for another time. (laughs) Okay. Okay, that was... Fascinating, And also, yeah, she, I'm glad that she called her own self weird. So do you think you'll try it? No, I'm way too old to be galloping around on my wrists. You think <laughs> I could afford a broken wrist? You know what my job is. It was I just gotta, a
1: question, ma'am.
0: I could have got hair.
1: Never mean to offend.
0: <laughs> don't ask crazy questions. All right, you ready for the next one? Let's do it.
1: Okay, this next story comes to us from the Northeast of the United States of America. October first. This year. This year. It's called the 2020 Meteor. Mm-hmm. Residents on the East Coast, Ohio, and Pennsylvania captured video of an unusually bright fireball in the sky. The experts said was likely a meteor traveling at high speed. Okay. What else can 2020 offer us? <laughs> Dashboard cameras and home security cameras recorded the flash of light in the sky just prior to six thirty AM Wednesday, October first. Huh. There were more than 700 reported sightings of the fireball. The Society said the fireball is believed to be a random meteor not associated with any known meteor showers. Oh, wow. It's special for for
0: 2020. A rogue meteor.
1: (laughs) Expert Ralph Crude said the meteor was unusually bright. We saw a really exceptional meteor, he said, which is when a piece of debris from outer space, either rock or metal, hits the atmosphere
0: falls to the ground
1: like buck rogers <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he said it's rare to see a fireball so bright over a populated area he said they actually happen pretty frequently but not usually in overpopulated areas most of the, most of the earth most of the earth is ocean so we're lucky to get to see one like this
0: huh. okay well that that's weird
1: so 2020 is the gift that keeps on giving why
0: didn't we hear about this on the internet. They
1: don't want you to know.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's on the dark web. <laughs> Even though I don't know you what, the, don't web know what is, the
0: web is. You know what the web is. what I heard.
1: <laughs> they said, Report said it came from the dark web. Oh my god. Conspiracy gosh. theories. All, right. all around.
0: Okay, who knew? That's a lot of people that have seen that. I mean, that's crazy. All right, you ready for the next one?
1: Let's do this. This one comes to us from Washington State. September 30th is the okay. date line. 2020. 2020. This one's called the Scatological Backride. What? The scat. Oh, the what a logic Scatological. Scat
0: Scatological. Okay. All right.
1: The story will explain itself. All right, explain. A cyclist raising money for Yemen relief said he rode exactly 69 miles per day to travel from Poopoo Poo Point, <laughs> what? In Washington State to Pee Pee Creek in Iowa, <laughs> in Ohio. Sorry. I really just. I'm giving you this story just so I can say those words. Uh, Ruben Lopez of Chicago said his scatological journey from August 18th at Poopoo Poo Point in Washington, and it took him 36 days to arrive at Ohio's pee-pee creek. Oh, my god. A journey of over 2,500 miles.
0: 2,500 miles.
1: Lopez, who said he is traveling exactly 69 miles each day, said his trip is still not over. He's planning, he's planning to complete his 5,000-mile journey at Pee-pee Island in Newfoundland. <laughs> The cyclist said he had been planning to participate in several bike tours this year, but they were all canceled due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Hmm. He said he decided to take on the meme ride as a way to raise money for Yemen relief <laughs> and the Reconstruction Foundation, which provides human- humanitarian aid to the war-torn country.
0: Oh, my goodness. I'm going to talk to Mr. Hardy about taking a trip from...
1: From poo Point to, to Pee
0: Creek. Creek. I want to do this. I mean, who doesn't want to take this trail? Like... We have to do it.
1: Sounds like it could get messy, <laughs> but it'd be well worth the journey.
0: <laughs> yes, it would be. I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun.
1: Let also, me say it one more time. Poo-Poo it was poo a, Point. It was a journey from Poopoo Point in Washington State.
0: Called the Scatological.
1: Scatological. Yes. Bike ride.
0: Okay. To Ohio's PP creek. Okay. We got to do this. I'm going to talk to Mr. Hardy about this one.
1: Okay, maybe I can ride along and document it. (laughs) In a documentary. A documentary. With film cameras rolling. (laughs) And maybe even sound.
0: We do have sound now.
1: Oh, okay, good.
0: (laughs) All right, you ready for the next one? Let's
1: make a plan for that.
0: Okay, we got a plan.
1: On to the next one. Our next story is called "Foul Mouth Parrots. Comes to us from the British Zoo. They say that five parrots were removed from public display after the birds spent their time in quarantine together teaching each other to shout profanities.
0: What? (laughs) See? It's a bird thing. The other one about birds, now this one about birds. Perhaps birds
1: are evil. I am telling you. The five African gray parrots named Eric, Jade, Elsie, Tyson, and Billy were given to the facility by five different owners in the same week. They must have been causing trouble at home. So the birds were put into quarantine together before going on display. The time alone gave the parents time to teach one another their favorite swear words, park officials said. How? The birds were put on public display, but soon removed when zookeepers discovered the outcome of their time together. Oh, my goodness. It just went ballistic, said zoo chief executive Steve Nichols. They were all swearing. We were, <laughs> We were a little concerned about the children.
0: Of course you should be. <laughs>
1: Nichols said zoo officials are hoping keeping the birds separated will give them an opportunity to clean up their language to learn new before words. returning to public display.
0: Oh, my goodness. They can teach themselves? Did they just go through their list of things that they had learned at their homes?
1: Sounds like they came from bad homes.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A bunch of potty mouths.
1: Fowl mouthed parrot.
0: oh my goodness
1: do you get the alliteration foul mouth? yes i get it thank you yes that's i came crazy. up with that one myself
0: i like it that's really crazy i can't believe they could be isolated and teach themselves that who could do that
1: a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush
0: yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know what that means but it sounded good thank you you're welcome
0: are we moving on
1: we're moving on right. young lady Our last story story. in not-so-fake news comes to us from Romania. Okay. The dateline is September 28th. 2020.
0: 2020.
1: (laughs) It's called Dramatic Pause. It brings the audience to you.
0: (laughs) It totally brought me to you. (laughs) That's right.
1: That's right. This ties in. I heard there's been a little consternation. During the elections of 2020 here in America. Consternation? Consternation. Okay. There's been some rumbling in the tumbling. <laughs> you
0: see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying.
1: <laughs> this one does come to us from Romania. The mayor of a Romanian village was reelected by a landslide. Doesn't seem like much, does it? No. There's a major setback in his campaign, though. You want to know why? Why he died about two weeks before the election.
0: What? And he won. <laughs>
1: and he won.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: I can't pronounce his name because it's Romanian. <laughs> but he's a social democrat. He was. <laughs> I'm only. I only speak American.
0: <laughs> American. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a from. I'm a from a distant time. <laughs> he's a social democrat. He was reelected to a third term with 64 percent of the vote. Which came days after he died of complications from COVID 19.
0: Why would they elect him?
1: A video posted online, again, not sure what that means, showed <laughs> dozens of his local supporters holding a candlelight visual at his grave after voting ended. Election officials said Almond's name had already been printed on the ballots, and it was too late to correct them before the start of voting. They said the town will hold a special election to choose a new mayor that's alive.
0: Oh, my goodness. They have a dead mayor.
1: They have a dead mayor. <laughs> so it might be time for a new election.
0: Wow, that is so crazy. So perhaps it had not
1: got that bad here, America, yet. <laughs> Both not. candidates are alive, right?
0: Right. Okay. Even, even our mayor candidates are alive, too.
1: You got a leg up on the competition, yeah. lady.
0: Mm. A <laughs> leg up. <laughs> So,
1: there you go. This okay. is the first edition of Not So Fake News. <laughs> that was
0: something else. I'm I, so glad I could be here with you. I am so glad that you came and joined us, Scooter Makes It's been Scoops. swell to be with you. It's been swell. I'm
1: going to show myself out now. All right. I'm going to wander around the streets
0: <laughs> okay.
1: and try to find my hotel.
0: <laughs> well, maybe you should look under a rock.
1: I'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how many people are there. It cost me $5. That's a lot of money for a hotel. <laughs>
0: not under a rock. <laughs>
1: Thank you for being a great hostess. Mm-hmm. And I'll see you next time. <laughs> see you later. Scooter McScoops, signing off. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, you got to be honest with me. How did that go?
0: Well, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was a lot. I could hear
1: outside the studio. Yeah,
0: he was a lot. He's kind of he extra, was, right? He was extra. Yeah. Also, he spoke in a lot of, like, Cliches—is that what they yeah. would be called? Like, or like 30
1: slang, I think. Yes, yeah. like
0: 30 slang that I probably didn't know what half of that meant. Yeah. But he told some terrifying stories and some pretty hilarious stories. Really, yeah. I'm gonna have to listen to this episode. You're gonna have to listen to this episode because he talks about emus getting loose in the street. Are you serious? Yeah. That crazy. probably freaked you out. And cussing parrots. No
1: way. Yeah. This is fake news. No, it's.
0: It's not so fake news. Oh,
1: okay. Well, gosh, <laughs>
0: you're gonna have to take a listen. Okay. All right.
1: I'll have to try this one out.
0: <sighs> In the meantime, would you just you look exhausted? I'm really kind of <laughs> am exhausted. Not gonna lie about really? that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm so he was, sorry. He was a lot. So, but maybe we can have him on again. Yeah. All right. Maybe we can. Okay.
1: I love his honesty and his just straightforwardness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get that these days.
0: No, you don't get that these days. I appreciate it. Yeah. Alright, well, if you haven't liked and subscribed, go ahead and do that. Hearty Party Five and a Half, over and out.
1: We'll see you next time.